Maryland, and where is that money going? I'm Sean Anderson. Governor Youngkin continues to praise the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe versus Wade. 65 degrees in Germantown. It's one o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. It is very hot in much of the country, including Texas. And there, electrical power is under enough strain that ERCOT, which operates the Texas electrical power grid, is now appealing to Texans to conserve energy, meaning use as little as they can, from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. local time on Monday. But hot weather is also complicating efforts to contain a spectacular wildfire in Northern California, one endangering a small town and a big tourist attraction. Hundreds of firefighters working in dangerous terrain to save ancient trees and to keep the flames away from homes. But with temperatures expected to get hotter through the week, crews are actually resorting to a sprinkler system to protect Mariposa Grove, which is home to more than 500 giant sequoia trees believed to be thousands of years old. That is Brian Hackney of KPIX-TV. Facing criminal charges for defying the congressional January 6th investigator, Steve Bannon, who came and went a few times as a Trump advisor, now tells the committee he is willing to appear. Loyola Law Professor Lori Levinson. He has taken the position early on to not comply and not cooperate, which led to him getting charged with the crime of contempt. And this is an effort by him clearly to avoid going through that trial and being convicted. Also from Washington, correspondent Nicole Killian reports. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer will have to quarantine this week and work remotely. A spokesperson for the leader says he has very mild symptoms and is fully vaccinated and double boosted. Schumer's infection at a time of new increases in COVID cases, most of them due to yet another sub-variant of that coronavirus. Several weeks after the Supreme Court abortion rights decision overturning the federal protection of them, correspondent Christina Ruffini tells us... A bike-riding President Biden interacted with reporters who asked if he's considering using his power to declare a public health emergency to protect abortion rights. That's something I'm asked the, uh, the folks, to, the medical people on the administration to look at whether that is whether I had the authority to do that. The cost of snail mail is going up. Among the price increases, a two-cent raise for first-class mail forever stamps from 58 cents to 60. Less than a year ago, the Postal Service bumped the cost of a forever stamp from 55 cents to 58. The new rates were announced in April. The Postal Service blamed inflation and increased operating costs for the increase. That is CBS's Christopher Cruz. From the sports world, Wimbledon men's final on ESPN. A bit of history made. Trailing only Roger Federer. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 103, Monday, July 11th, 2022. The high today, 86. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Since Saturday morning, three churches in Bethesda have been vandalized and 
fires have been set at two of them. The first incident happened Saturday morning at North Bethesda United Methodist Church on Old Georgetown Road. According to Montgomery County Fire and Rescue, a small fire was intentionally set outside the church and there was also some vandalism. Officials also noticed vandalism done close by at Wildwood Baptist Church, but says there was no fire set. A fire was set inside St. Jane Francis de Chantal Catholic Church, which is also close by. Similar vandalism was found at all three churches. Officials want to hear from you if you have information on any of these incidents. Acacia James, WTOP News. Montgomery County Fire tells WTOP the nature of the vandalism at all three churches is the same, but declined to discuss a possible motive. In Alexandria, a teenager was killed by gunfire Saturday. Police were called to Hayes Street in Northeast near the Palisade Park Community Center Saturday afternoon. They found 17-year-old Damari Dion Wright of Alexandria inside a car with a gunshot wound. Wright showed no signs of life and was taken to the medical examiner's office where he was pronounced dead. D.C. police are offering a $25,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest. A former female firefighter was sexually harassed by a captain. That's according to a federal agency that led an investigation into the case. The woman was a recruit at the fire academy in 2017 when it happened. She said that she was at a fundraising pub crawl in Reston when a captain and instructor at the academy came up behind her when she was leaving the bar and touched her buttocks inappropriately. That's as reported by the Washington Post. Then a federal agency that investigated the situation said she was transferred to a less desirable job for calling in an assault. Now, the Fairfax County Fire Department is refusing changes proposed by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Those included a $150,000 award, improving efforts to combat sexual harassment and training. The woman now works in law enforcement and did not want to be named. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Fairfax County Fire tells WTOP the Fire Rescue Department has worked hard to improve the department's culture both before and in the four and a half years since the incident involving the female firefighter. We know there is room for improvement and will continue working to move the department forward. Campaign 2020 on WTOP. Early voting is already underway for Maryland's July 19th primary. In the race for governor, candidates in both the Democratic and Republican primaries have spent tons of money to try to convince you to advance them to the November general election. The latest campaign reports show the leading contenders in both parties have spent more than $5 million on media buys in the month-long period covering early June to early July. The Baltimore Sun took a look at how much money these candidates are raising and spending as we come down the stretch. On the Democratic side, political newcomer Wes Moore raised nearly $600,000. He spent nearly $2 million in that same period. Comptroller Peter Francho and one-time Clinton White House aide John Barron each spent about $1.3 million. Former Labor Secretary Tom Perez raised about $450,000, spent almost a million. In the Republican race, former Hogan cabinet member Kelly Schultz is outraising delegate Dan Cox by a two-to-one margin. Sean Anderson, WTOP News. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin continues to praise the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Constitution protections to abortion. Calling himself a pro-life governor, Virginia Governor Youngkin tells CBS's Face the Nation he's seeking to protect life when babies begin to feel pain. I believe that what my job is is to get something done. 
And I believe we can get a 15-week pain threshold bill done in Virginia for the first time. Think about it. This was a state, again, that just 18 months ago was talking about enabling abortion all the way up through and including birth. And now we're able to talk about a 15-week pain threshold bill where a baby feels pain. This is a remarkable moment for us, and it's an opportunity I'm not going to let go. Governor Youngkin says he supports exceptions for rape, incest, and the life of the mother. Coming up after traffic and weather, a man... This episode is brought to you by Zell. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.